Hey y'all, welcome to the Yoga Living Project Podcast. This is Austin. Uh, Today we've got Taryn Sweeney, longtime practitioner and teacher, and I I would definitely say senior teacher, uh, steward of Cambio in many ways, mentor, um, list goes on and on. Uh, Today we're talking about hot yoga, and... uh, this is a good one. I like this because we get into why hot yoga is the way it is, why people tend to love hot yoga, who tends to love hot yoga, and how to um, know if hot yoga is right for you. So um, one nice, pretty safe, easy way to explore something that otherwise can be pretty daunting and um and intense and maybe a little intimidating and scary is through Taryn's Intro to Hot uh, workshops that she does fairly regularly, but um, this is pretty prescient because this will be posted up before her last Intro to Hot of 2017. So the last one will be uh, this Saturday, that is December 16th. 2017. So I know that there is still space left if you are incited by this or provoked or inspired to go take that. You just got to go to www.cambioyoga.com, workshops, sign in, pick the workshop, you got it. The rest is history. Um, Just so you know, too, we do have Yoga teacher training gearing up. We're gearing up for our academic year at the Cambio School of Yoga, where we have the 200-hour intensive, the 200-hour extended format, both starting in January. Um, With the intensive, you can do vinyasa or hot, by the way. Um, And we've also got the 300-hour teacher training coming up, which is for people who already have their 200 hour and ours is a 10-month program that um, happens once a year this will be our third year doing it we're super excited we're already on our way with enrollment only got so many spots left and um, yeah so wanted to let you know about some of those things coming up if you're listening to this you might be a yoga file that's a person who loves yoga i'm just making that word up i think that works well doesn't it um, other than that, I sincerely hope you enjoy this conversation and have a fantastic holiday, fantastic new year. We will see you 2018. Thank you for listening to the Yoga Living Project podcast this year. And please subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a rating. It helps us tremendously. We'd appreciate it very much. All right. Till next time, tagline insert here. The podcast is too young. We, I don't have a tagline yet. Uh, how about we'll just stick with namaste for today. All right. Enlighten me, sees, knows, and honors enlighten you. Namaste. Taryn, 
first of all, how long have you been teaching hot yoga? How did you get into hot yoga? Tell me that. Um, well, my first hot yoga class, I was 16 years old, and a friend of mine and I went because we liked a boy, uh -oh. which is the dumbest reason to do anything. Um, I thought and that was your best reason. To no, <laughs> well, maybe when you're 16, that's about, you know, your life. <laughs> so I, uh, a friend of mine and I drove up to Denver to a studio that we knew that this boy was going to be at, and we totally stalked him. And uh, <laughs> I went and took this class, and I looked at her and I said, what the hell is this? <laughs> it was miserable. Um, but I felt pretty good after. And, you know, yeah. I liked hot tubs and saunas and things. So I yeah. was like, okay. And I'd always been, you know, fairly uh, active physically. So I was like, mm -hmm. I didn't do this. Um, and then uh, a few years later, there became, you know, so I, I would take a, a heated yoga, yoga class from here and there uh, on for a couple of years. It wasn't ever a big, big practice for me. And then a few years later, um, I uh, took a few classes at what is now the Garden of the Gods for power. Uh -huh. But it was the Galuccio studio at the time. Oh, really? I can't even remember what it was called. Yeah. I think it was just hot yoga or something yeah, like that. Something so, like that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I took classes there. And uh, I liked it. I liked that it never changed, you know, that it was just, I, I knew what I had to do. It was kind of choreographed. Yeah, and people get, that's like a big reason people fall in love with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you went to yoga for a boy. Yeah. And you fell in love with <laughs> this other the thing. Practice. And the boy turned out to be a real asshole, too, so that's, that's all good. Well, <laughs> and, but I do want to talk about why, why do people get, but anyway, so, so then you became a teacher. We'll come back to it. Yeah. You became a teacher. Well, I became a teacher. I did my first training, I think, in 2005. That sounds right. So you've been teaching for 12? 12. 12 years? Wow. Yeah, a long time. I think that's right. Um, nice. I didn't teach initially, so maybe closer to 11. It's been a long time. Okay. Um, you've been at Camdio for years now. Uh, 2013. Yeah. Yeah, so there it is. And um, Well, anyway, uh, and then... Um, my previous partner also was, uh, who I used to do with for a long time, was uh, very into hot yoga also, which helped me uh, get into it even yeah. more, you yeah. know, when you have someone who'll go Sounds with helped. you. Yeah. <laughs> what about so. your current partner? Doesn't he like to go? No. He doesn't? Uh, no, he'll go about every six months when he's just, just long enough to forget how much he doesn't like it, and then he'll go again just to be supportive of me. <laughs> like, he doesn't, it's not his thing. And that's okay. It's not everybody's bag. Yeah. Well, it seems like people love it. Or people generally don't feel lukewarm about it. No, it's very divisive. Either you like it or you hate yeah. it. Yeah. And I think a lot of the uh, scandal and sensation of things goes with it too. Oh, you know, yeah. like I don't like that person, so I'm not gonna go. And it's like, meh. <laughs> it's just right. A, so just a practice. The practice started with this guy who mm -hmm. has a quite a track history. Yes, he has a reputation, and uh, as far as I know, he is not legally allowed to teach in the state at this moment. Yeah, I think he's hiding out in... Yeah, yeah wherever he is. And, uh, you know, I personally separate the man from, from this. You know, somebody can be a real mm -hmm. asshole and still contribute to their field. It's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. and you're, you're taking a practice, which are postures put in a certain order by this guy mm -hmm. in a certain context, but you're not like listening to his philosophy no in fact i've met him a, a couple of times and I, I i was unimpressed and frankly just i think he has very limited views on uh 
uh, a woman's body versus a man's body, for example, he thinks mm. they are very, very the same. I, mm -hmm. I disagree. Mm. Uh, and he's very unwilling to modify and, and offer different ways of getting the same benefit. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's rigid. Very, I mean, very it's a strict rigid, discipline. It's a rigid practice. Yeah, but just like, you know, and just like anything, though, I think, uh, like, you know, we don't still drive Model T cars even though that was the first car, you know, and yeah, yeah. we built upon that foundation and made them a lot better. The addition of windshields, for example, is very nice, huh? That is nice. <laughs> yes. So. Well, and each teacher makes it their own. Yes, they should. you're very different than Morgan. Yes, yes. I, and I just, you know, I teach the class that I like to take, which means it's hot. I like it very hot and sweaty. I like uh, lots of bumping music because it moves me. I'm I'm somebody who music is a, is a motivator always for. Yeah. And uh, people connect with that or they don't, and that's okay, you know. And when there's also, I think another big distinction among hot teachers is like, there's the hard hot teachers, mm -hmm. and then there's the ones who have a little bit more, I don't want to say they're easy because it's not ever easy, but they're not as rigid. Yeah. Like there's the rigid ones. Right, and I, I try, I have like an 85-90% rule that I, I try to stay within the, the practice, you know, for the for the hot classes I teach, you know, it will largely always be the same, but sometimes, like, if I notice the whole class is just really tired today, yeah, we'll do the, the, the surrender series on our back, because yeah. everyone's tired, right. so let's, let's accommodate not, what's going on. But you're not all the way on the end of the spectrum of, like, drill sergeant. Oh, I don't know, some people call me No Mercy Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're motivating. I think you're definitely like a strong presence. Like you're definitely inspiring to not like want to give up. But like, I think some hot teachers can get drill sergeant to the point where they're almost robotic about it. Yeah, like they're where, not really they're not present in the room. They're not responding to you. Yeah, they're yeah. they're it's just literally this just is like what a, it is. Why aren't you doing that? It's a script and it's a protocol. And, and this goes here, and, and you need operation. to do this, and then this, yeah. and then this, and for this amount of time, and no longer, and no shorter, and every right. time, every time. And some people find a lot of comfort in that. I I like it because it's it makes it a nice. I mean, that's I think one of the five five or six things that I, I think compels people to do hot yoga is that it's a moving meditation because you don't have to guess what's coming next. Yeah. This is the thing. And so when that's not part of the obstacle. No, you don't have to mentally anticipate, you know, right. and it, um, I just think, I do think it allows a little remove from you and your teacher, uh, that's a thing that in, we all know in the yoga world, people get into the, it's like, I'm the guru, oh, I'm the teacher yeah, thing. Yeah. If the series is set, it's set. You mm -hmm. don't have to like look to the teacher to be. But do you think that keeps people less present when they're not having to pay attention to things mm. and more in their head about things? Maybe. Um, but that's also, I think, part of why we add, you know, the heat. You know, not only does it give you lots of. So why heat. is there so much bloody heat? <laughs> So Why is a, it so hot? Here's Karen? the thing I want to distinguish <laughs> because people go, they come up to me and they're like, oh, do you guys have hot yoga? Or they're like, or they'll say something like, yeah, I've done, I've done hot yoga. And I always go with somebody who's new to yoga. I'm always mm -hmm. like making sure I'm like, are you talking about like hot with a capital H hot? Yeah. Or what did you do? And they're like, they're like, oh, it was just like vinyasa, but it was, it was hot. And I'm like, okay, that's heated yoga. Mm -hmm. Hot yoga Heated vinyasa is a totally different thing. No, and I have students who occasionally know. come to my class. They're like, I've done hot yoga before, and they've done a vinyasa that's heated. Yeah. I'm like, not the same. Yeah. Not the same at all. Because um, it's, well, it's way hotter. 
way hotter. Easily. And th- we, we the series is designed to accommodate the heat in you. Like, Did he just pick the heat index arbitrarily as like the most a human? I hear the rumor take? is is that he's put it to the temperature of India in the summer because oh, okay. I th- that's the rumor and the humidity. Uh, the humidity is important because you need to sweat to keep your body cool. Um, so it should right. be wet, you know. Are you, now are you rigid to 104, 30 to 40%? Mm, I, I, I really, you know, our, the heaters at Cambio, for one, they don't, they're not the, the big full blast capacity. So it's really hard to get it beyond mm. uh, really hot. Bikram teaches his classes at 115. He does? Yeah. They, I don't know that he always tells people that, but uh, it's been been the thing I have seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and carpet on the floor, which is just the way. That's right. They have carpet in the traditional. Uh, you know, and just whatever. Uh, it's it is what it is. But you know, my classes they depending on you know, especially if you have a lot of bodies in the room. You know, they, we can get as high as one hundred eight in there. But you are nowhere so, near unsafe temperatures. So you try to go as high as it can go, though. No, I try to make sure that this. I really watch my students. I just hmm. like you know, if I have a bunch of type A people in the room who are ready for their hot capital H yoga class, okay, here we yeah. go. Yeah. But you yeah. know, I really, I also pay attention to their sweat puddle. Like, if right. there's no sweat puddle at the end of warm up series, there's no drips on the mat, then we need to turn it up. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to get sweaty. So why do people get so addicted to the heat? Because it is like an addiction. People get nuts about hot yoga. Well, you know, uh, the heat does a lot of things for you. It, it increases your circulation, makes your mm-hmm. muscles relax. Uh, it is kind of a, a, a moment where you are seized from all of the rest of your day because of this physical sensation that is present for you. You know, like, yeah. if you become... You walk into the room and it's like, like oppressive. Oh, You're like, yeah. what the... And so I think that's a part of it. I mean, you know, uh, lots of alcoholics, for example, have told me they like, or recovering alcoholics, um, have told me they like Bikram yoga because they feel a little of the same sensations that alcohol gives them with Mm. their body, which would make sense because alcohol increases your circulation and relaxes. dehydrates you. Dehydrates you, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So um, there's actually a really funny book uh, by an author, J. Martin Troost, and he's a travel writer. He writes about the South Pacific, but he was a struggling alcoholic, and he would talk about going to Bikram classes uh, totally drunk and, and just to increase the sensation. But wow. now he does it to kind of mimic the old, like, what it is that he needed out of his addiction. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a correlation. Well, now there's that beer and yoga everywhere, but I don't think that's going to I'm not doing that. No, my rule is two hours and two big glasses of water after a hot class before after. you have a, have a drink. Like, I'm not sure. You and know. there's a pregame to hot, too. Please drink your water, yes. And yeah. please don't eat right before you come to class. <laughs> we have had many incidents of people, you know. You've had many incidents teaching. Oh, yeah. I get the teaching purple heart, I think. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> You do get the purple heart. <laughs> I think just doing it as often as I do, I've run into all the things now. I know. So like, I really have. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Seen uh, it all. So the heat, yeah. So people get. Uh, do you get used to the heat? Do you think? Yeah, and I think you even start to crave it. It's like any mm-hmm. strong physical sensation. You mm-hmm. can, you know, exercise. People become addicted to yeah, that. Yeah. People become addicted to. Anything that gives them a physical rush, and I don't know how high yoga couldn't at least deliver some sort of, 
You're not doing it right if it's right. not like right. giving you this drain. I mean, it is such a dominant aspect of the practice is this contention with the heat because if you do the actual because it's 26 postures for people who don't know if you do the 26 postures not in heat mm-hmm. it is a really different experience oh yeah and you know uh when people have told me that they've tried hot yoga in the past they like the, the sequence but they didn't enjoy being in the heat so they'll mm-hmm. do it you know whatever oh, really? and um i think amber even said that the, yeah. that she she likes the sequence but she can't she doesn't like the heat yeah, I think the sequence is cool. I, I like it a lot. It's, that's part of what I, I am drawn to is it's very fundamental. There's no pretzely anything. For those of you who don't know, you will not be tying yourself in knots in my hot yoga class. It right. is very foundational. Uh, and it's a long hold kind of a thing. So you build isometric strength having to hold things mm-hmm. for a long time, which gives you a better foundation for any other practice that you're going to go through. Yeah, the balance... There's balance, work. there's, you know, there's abdominal strength. You know, we do these intros and exits to the poses that are very specific. That's how we sneak the core work in, basically. You're not going to do a sit-up in between every pose, although you do some. Uh, but you're going to roll your belly in and roll your belly out of mm-hmm. a pose. And so you get, you know, I, I think it's a very nice way to achieve a baseline of physical health. You know, you and, and that's what I think also draws people to it. You know, like yoga is our practice of creating awareness and to know what is normal and not normal for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to establish a baseline. And if you're doing the same thing over and over and over, you can notice, huh, today my knee's not doing so good or feeling queasy today. I shouldn't have had that extra cup of coffee before I got here, you know, all of those things. Or, or even if you just have OCD. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, must be the thing. You're like, give me the same <laughs> Don't change it. What are you doing? And there are those people who, when I offer something different occasionally, they're like, don't. The eyes get all big and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it'll be okay. Just follow me on this for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's interesting because, you know, in um, our we've been doing the hot teacher training now with the vinyasa track. So Mm -hmm. we've got, we've got the hot teacher training going on and as Morgan's been leading that, um, I thought when she started teaching it, I was like, oh, well, this will be easy for them to learn because we have people who are learning. Sometimes people take both tracks at the same time, the vinyasa track and the hot track. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I just see them by the time I come in for posture clinic at the latter part of the day where the vinyasa posture clinic is. And they're just like decimated from learning it. It's just like. Well, and I think because it's rigid, it's like math. Math freaks people out for that reason because it's exact. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. you know if if there were shades of, of gray about it it yeah. wouldn't be so scary but because there is a definite right and wrong answer it gets you this anxiety of right. I'm not doing yeah. it right yeah that's, and uh, never thought of that yeah and I think because the there's so much more artistic license in vinyasa even though yeah. our school we teach like a sequence mm-hmm. even within the sequence yeah you there's get room to, for sahaj no, that's what vinyasa improv. means is to put it in a special way right to sequence yeah. it choreographed whatever you want to call that hot means do it, do it one <laughs> hot, way do it hot. this way yes <laughs> it means rigid and stiff which do you, do you think hot attracts a certain type of person oh yeah there's you know um very type a competitive people uh because there is a right and wrong answer like they they feel like they can really hone in and sharpen their own personal ability uh-huh. uh, you are standing still next to a bunch of people so you get to you know uh, compare yourself whether you want to or oh, not you yeah, know I and that. sometimes that feeds the wrong end of that beast you know? well and the challenge of it 
of like saying, you know, these postures, they're hard. I mean, like head yeah. and knee pose, Dande Mana, Janu Shasana, I'm not even going to play totally different. But yeah. head and knee pose is a tough pose yeah. in and of itself. Full expression especially. Yep. Um, which, by the way, that one is like the quintessential pose if you ever look up on Google the Yoga Olympics. Mm-hmm. Hot yoga is the one that's got... Hot yoga is, I think, what generated the Yoga Olympics, if, I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Which is, speaking of A-type personality... Oh, God, like, it's so I need a I need a medal for this. Yeah, okay. and occasionally I have, I've had students ask me about getting into competitions because I have advanced training, and I'm like, oh, so so not what you no. should. I, I can't recommend this at Don't all. Um, and it's hard, you know, like, athletes... Uh, they, that's their their goal, you know, in life is to be good at the thing mm-hmm. and all forms of physical expression. You know, like I can jump the highest, I can, I can do this many backflips, I can do all the things, and so why not put hot yoga in that? Because mm-hmm. it is an extremely difficult uh, practice, and it's also very beautiful the way that mm-hmm. it's built. I think you know, mm-hmm. and it offers expressions of the physical body that mm. you would not think of unless you know, like. Yeah. Never occurred to me to put my leg exactly there. You know? Well, but, and the heat makes it so much harder in a way that is... Physically demanding. Yeah, yeah and and mentally, I think there's a, a completely unique mental game to hot yoga. Mm-hmm. as a, Because, like you said, you do know what the poses are. So there's this whole arrangement of mentality around um, survival. Where yeah. you don't get that in, in vinyasa. Like vinyasa, it's like, okay... We don't know where we're going. We don't well, know how we're going to get there. This is next. This is going to feel good when I do this. Right. But we yeah. know where we're going. We're going to end in Shavasana. We're going to get a sophic state of mind. You're going to all walk out of here with a little bit more peace and yeah. stillness in your body. Right. Whereas, you know, the mentality in hot, it's like, okay. I'm going to make it or I won't. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's it's it. like, don't die. And uh, I lived another, I lived in yeah. yoga again. Well, and I always make the joke to my students that we're preparing ourselves for global warming. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whatever. Well, it looks like it when sometimes you see the pools of sweat and people uh, mats just start to, like, hovercraft around. No, uh, no but, it, like, but. They, the, your puddle, I always tell my students, especially in the intro class, uh, which you should come to the intro class if you have never done a hot yoga class. It will make it much, which much is less scary. Coming up, right? Yeah, there's one Saturday at noon. So. It's much less scary. Yeah, it's much less scary. We only do it at about 90 degrees, 95-ish, like so which is feel... around like a vinyasa temperature, right. heated vinyasa temperature. Uh, we go very slow. I break down the words and what it is we're looking for, and I give people an opportunity to raise their hand and tell me, my shoulder does not do that. Can you tell me what I have to do mm-hmm. here? Or uh, this knee is not, you know, and I get to look at their form and yeah. be like, we just, because it is a set series and there's, uh, 26 poses and we have to get them in in an hour or 90 minutes which you know uh, when I started teaching and practicing 90 minutes was it everything was 90 minutes but yeah, there was no 60 minute no the right? 60 minute is a new invention um, mm-hmm. I don't even think Bikram does 60 minutes at all still mm-hmm. like the Bikram studios only offer 90 um, I might be wrong I don't know but uh, well and then there's po- hot power fusion too now Yes, which is my favorite, actually. Is but uh, because I get to do, you know, it's a set sequence, but there are little breaks for a little more creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, you know, so the, the difference in my way of understanding it is hot is a baseline of physical health, and then fusion is a baseline of physical strength of beyond what you need to be healthy. Uh-huh. So we add the core work in. We add planks. Mm-hmm. We add push-ups. We add Yeah, sit-ups. power fusion is harder. 
Yes, that's for actually sure. mine. Right here. <laughs> so. I do. I do like hot pepper. And it's not as hot though, right? Not often, but you feel hotter because you're moving way more and faster. Yeah. So like you get. Yeah, there's a slow pace to normal hot pots. Yeah, hot I is. I quite like. No, I like it too. Yeah. It's chill. And like, you know, I, I play music that we all dance to and stuff like yeah. that and lots of yeah. popular stuff so people will sing along and things like that. It just makes the mood a little more relaxed, you know, yeah. it's not so. Well, in classes right now, like, if, I mean, they're just, the winter time is just like, yes. hot yogis are fair weather fans. Oh yeah, there's lots of that. Of course, I, in Colorado, yogis are fair weather fans in the summer. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they want to go outside. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah it's beautiful yeah. out. But right now, like, classes are bulging out. And, you know, uh, that's kind of funny that, like, people people get a little grossed out about how much sweat it is. I think especially ladies, we are told we are not supposed to be sweaty. Oh. And I'm like, mm, if you're not sweaty when you leave my class, you are dehydrated, and I want you to handle yeah. that. Something's <laughs> wrong. Because, uh-uh. And, you yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and so I tell my students in the intro, as I was saying, to be proud of their puddle, because you made that. You yeah. know, you worked hard to make that puddle. Good yeah. job, you know, yeah. and you, you earned it. So it's not gross. It's beautiful. Love it. When, so when is the intro yoga? Uh, Saturday? Saturday noon to 2. Saturday, yes. December what? 16th. Well, it'll be 16th by then. Mm -hmm. Noon to 2. How much is that? I think it's 15. 15. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I just, I always bring chocolate, by the way. So, you you know, that's fun because a little, a little dark chocolate after a hot class is. Uh, it goes a long way. Well, there's magnesium in it. You lose a lot of that when you sweat. Yeah. So, right. yes. And yeah. a little sugar helps too, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I think it's a good way to get into it. Most people tell me that they, they got drugged to a hot yoga class by a friend, you know. Yeah. Nobody goes voluntarily because I think I would like to lock myself in a box with 30 strangers in the sweat, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that you do this intro to hot very, like, perennially. Mm -hmm. Because... Yeah, it is such a trial by fire to just go. I mean, it takes a lot to go to a yoga class in the first place if For you've sure. never been. For sure. And then to go to a yoga studio. And then and then somebody's going to be like, oh, by the way, you're going to sweat out of every part Your ears are going to sweat. Body. Yeah, everywhere is going to be sweaty. And people from the South, like, they'll take classes like that, and they'll be like, oh, that reminds me of home. Home, yeah. But there's <laughs> people like me. Grew up in Colorado. You're like, I don't. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, like, I've always been a fairly sweaty person, but I've never accumulated that much sweat on every square inch. Oh yeah, everywhere. You get them in your nose. You have it. Yeah, you have. It's kind of like everywhere. it kind of creates a weird relationship with your body, and weird not in a bad way, like a good way, where you kind of like it gives you a chance to kind of get over your shit about your body in a way. Yes. I feel yeah. like you have to because let you're go. You're so disgusting. You and have sweaty, to let go of like, the idea that your body is gross. And I just tell people, no, your body is functioning exactly as it's right. supposed to. It's really hot and it's making itself not hot. Yeah, there's a moment you just surrender to it and you're just like, oh, yeah. This would be gross under any circumstance actually, other than right now. We did have a student in the last class I taught on Sunday, a uh, hot class, that uh, she kept wiping the sweat away. And I just get I'm like, you're going to make more come. Like, you need to stop. Stop doing that. And, like, just let it, let yeah, it drip. Yeah, so those are – talk about that. So there's some things you tell people, beginners, about yeah. like, don't, don't wipe the sweat away. No, leave it alone. Just let it drip. You know, headband for getting in the eyes kind of a thing. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's normal. Uh, don't leave the room. The, the standard safety talk is please stay in the room because going back and forth between hot and cold is not so great for the body. Um, mm -hmm. 
and and that's actually not true like you know you've seen the sauna where they jump into the snow mm -hmm. but the extreme is so different um mm. from sa saunas are 140 to, to 200 degrees sometimes mm. um so when i tell you that in a hot yoga room even at 120 degrees you're nowhere near unsafe temperatures mm. uh you know believe wow. me you'll be okay yeah uh you know but to go from 180 degrees to to 10 degrees is such an extreme that it is a little bit healthy for you to do that yeah but to go from 108 degrees to 95 degrees is actually not helping you it's making you sicker usually <laughs> well, but that's the tendency i think people start to get if they get overwhelmed with it that overwhelm can go mm -hmm. down down like a downward spiral really quick and then they freak out and then want to leave because they're like to me when i first had an experience with it i was like holy crap this is really impressive i've actually grown to like hot yoga mm -hmm. a lot now um but when i was first getting comfortable or used to the heat that was my go-to was like i gotta get out, out. get me out of here i was yeah. like i gotta go no and i totally did that for the first couple of years of my practice i would find subtle ways to like my water bottle's empty i gotta go mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm like no yeah, i just sure want to step is. outside uh, -huh. uh but i have really come to understand that like i can't you just you gotta stay yeah. um and one it's a distraction to your your fellow students and your teacher like please don't leave yeah uh they worry about you when you leave um like uh i messaged you about sunday there right. was a student who, who who i think was in the wrong room which also happens occasionally so if you walk into an oppressively hot room please make sure you're in the right space you're like, <laughs> is this is this again yeah. Is this restorative? That happened on a Tuesday, by the way, a few months ago. This is the hottest restorative class I've ever been in. This lady's yelling a lot for a restorative class. The <laughs> <laughs> music's really loud. loud. For but uh, so please don't leave the room. Um, nothing should ever hurt you. And this was part of where uh, I divorced myself from a lot of the traditional teaching around hot yoga is there, there are cues in the standard dialogue uh that say you should be, you should feel a pain, you know, you should push yourself to the point of pain in your ribs and da da da. And I, I have never understood that. And they oh, say really? lock your knee, which you should never do. Please don't mm. ever lock your knee. Um, strengthen your leg, push your leg down, but don't lock out your mm. knee, you mm -hmm. know. Um, all of those kinds of things. So nothing should ever hurt you. If you start to feel tingling in your fingertips or your feet, please stop what you are doing. Like, you don't mm. need to do that. Um, please don't take water until after our third posture. And that is a thing I've heard a lot of misconceptions about. My dentist actually asked me, she's like, well, you don't, you're not allowed to have water in a hot class, right? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like not the beginning. we don't, we don't take water until the body's properly warmed because mm -hmm. otherwise you're going to create a cold spot in your belly, mm -hmm. which makes you more nauseous. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. It feels like a hard rock. Yeah. I'm and I tell it. people not to bring ice water to class also occasionally, like lots of people want to do that, but that's too, too cold. Too it much. just sits yeah. there and, um, doesn't, well, doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I, going back to what you said about the, the posture stuff about not locking your knee out, I think that that's like, that's kind of a general that seems to be such a huge topic in yoga right now. The whole yeah. um, is argument about who's right, who's wrong when it comes to alignment. And it's like, what's so, what's so silly about it is that all the teachers are arguing about it when you know who's actually right about it is the student. Yeah. If they can lock their knee out comfortably, <laughs> yeah. let if them. If they feel good, then <laughs> do the thing, man. And I'm not going to like come around and tell you no i'm just like for new people who are trying to get i'm like please don't crank your well, and for us as yeah. teachers to think too that you know we're going to be able to control everybody's experience oh, and know and prevent them from 
I mean, we can do our best, and we can set the intention. But oh yeah. How many times? Somebody time, is gonna. How many times as a teacher have you looked over and seen somebody doing something you did not say? Well, and then <laughs> and you may like, even Whoa. say something directly to them. <laughs> but if they outright defy you, what am I gonna do? Pick a I fight with no. them and be like, "Hey, quit hey. doing this!" Or like, "Get out of my classroom!" Like. Nope. Nope. Yeah. You just so. you have you can only suggest and guide. You can't control. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but I think specifically for your. Going back to what you said about the guru complex and the pedestaling that sometimes students can get akin to with yoga teachers, um, I think that in vinyasa it happens in a way of like creating an experience, right? This unknown yeah. thing. In vinyasa, but in hot, I think that there's also a certain fandom that goes along with teachers based on a different thing. I think it in hot tends to be around how that teacher has successfully guided them through hell. Yeah. The infernos of I'm, hell. I'm going to carry you. And I actually, I will tell that to new students when they come, like, have you ever done hot yoga before? And they're like, no. And they look all terrified. I'm like, it's okay. I'll get you through this. And, yeah. you know, and that's part of what I hope to offer is, because I didn't create this series. It's something that I just learned. And I personally benefit from it. And I very selfishly teach the kind of class that I want to take. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I can only offer what I can offer, Which but makes it better, though. yeah, well, yeah, it makes it authentic for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I can only offer what I can offer. But I promise you, I'm not going to let you get unsafe right. while while you do this. Well, and it, going back to the comparison of like a softer teacher or a gentler teacher, like I feel like you are, you have a strong force of will to challenge people as a teacher. But I don't think that you like bowl people over and like force people to do like you you do carry i can see that you can hold both spaces at once as a teacher well thank you and you're i and that shows in mature your maturation as a teacher being a teacher now for 12 years like you know that that takes time to learn how to navigate those yeah, opposite subtleties. but a lot of it is just by suggestion. Like, you know, I give these cues that help you to get better alignment or maybe, you know, strengthen a particular part. Like, I, I emphasize using your abs a lot to hold your legs mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, I can't go around and, like, feel everybody's stomach to make sure they're right. actually doing that. But I can tell you, feel, feel this in your belly, and sometimes they do. And well, in 70 yeah. minutes in, I'm not listening anyway. No, anymore. and honestly, I just that, hear somebody go, ch -ch, and I'm like, know, oh, it's time to sit up. Anyone who, uh, like, so 60 minutes have kind of become the de rigueur anymore. Uh, it, in, at least in Colorado Springs, it's harder to find a 90-minute hot class. And so people are not used to your 90-minute practice. And that last 20 minutes is beast. Yeah. They're all dying. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, this would be great. And they get there, and they're just like, oh. And they just... What? They don't understand that that extra set of everything that you do is so much more. And yeah. I put as many second sets as I can in my 60-minute class. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like it. I mean, the 90s. Yeah, there is such a, a cumulative power to – and I think that that go, harkens back to not leaving the room as well. Yeah. Because you do lose some of the momentum that, in a way, chips you down. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're kind of striving for that as a practitioner to have that experience of I survived something because it, like – Mm -hmm. The way you revive yourself after a hot yoga, that's the best part. 
It's like when it's all done you and over, out. <laughs> you walk out and you're just like, ah, and you start taking, and you drink water and that water never tasted so good. And yep. the shower is the best shower you've ever had in your life. Oh yeah. And then you have a great meal and you're like, wow, you know and what? your skin feels good. Yeah. And you're like, I think I like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back. And you forget about what happened at minute 65. And you're like, oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it, it, it is a little ordeal for, you know, putting other other ordeals of life in perspective sometimes, too. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. that helps me. It's like, well, I, I'm a very busy person, and so I have lots of projects going at all times. And, you are extremely busy. And uh, so to find 60 minutes where it's just me and my body is nice, mm, you know, yeah. and, and, and uh, yeah. some people really, I think that's part of why the type A people like it, too, because they're usually busy and ambitious people. Right. And we need those in the world, you know, but we have to take care of them, too. And sometimes I'm going to make it so hot that you can't think about your next yeah. board meeting or what you got to do for your kids later or all of that. Like, you can only think about not dying, not dying. I am breathing. I am not dying. Yeah, but there's, there's <laughs> space, too, because of the repetition that allows them to get into a bit of a, a different type of meditation with it, like you were saying earlier, where there's they can remove themselves from the processing part of the mind. They mm -hmm. can actually, in a weird way, kind of shut the mind off and just kind of go through the process of the experience where they're not mm -hmm. thinking about the future, they're not thinking about the past. And in a weird way, even though they know what's coming, that can help be a tool to make them present. Very that present. repetition. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, and I, that's part of why I really connect with it is I don't, you know, and um, I'll take classes and I'll, because I know what's coming, I will zone out. I'm not hearing the teacher anymore, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so for better or worse. That's just what it is. I'm like, hmm. took one last night that I was, she, uh, afterwards she'd ask, she's like, was that okay what I said about them? I'm like, what, what, what did you say? Whatever that is. <clears throat> yes, that's fine. So, um, well, cool. So, uh, is there anything else that you want to tell people who are considering giving hot a try? Or even like whether they've never done yoga before or they're yogis, mm -hmm. um, any sage words of little nudge, little push towards giving something so seemingly extreme a, a chance. Oh, all I can say is it's not that bad. You know, uh, lots of people are very scared of it. I, I understand. And, uh, and it's not a practice for everybody. Um, that, you know, uh, there, there, in my intro class, I talk about the six people who should not take hot yoga without a doctor's advice. And those mm -hmm. are pregnant people, people with thyroid and lymphatic conditions, particularly if you've had lymph glands removed. Mm -hmm. um, people under the age of 16 years old should not take yoga because mm -hmm. your endocrine system has not fully developed to keep you cool yet. Mm. Um, people with recent sunburns, please do not come to my class. <laughs> Like you wouldn't think so, but that's a big thing. Please don't do that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one I'm missing? Uh, congenital heart problems. If you were born mm. with a heart problem, you should probably check a doctor out. Lots of us have uh, sedentary lifestyle type heart problems like high blood pressure and mm -hmm. you know obesity-related things. Mm -hmm. You are fine because the thing that you need is more circulation and heart rate for, mm. for a real reason instead of just sitting there stressing out or having too much salt in your diet or whatever it is. So this, this would be good for you. Um, but honestly, anyone else can try it, and, and you should try it at least a couple of times. And I tell students, give it three. Your mm. first one is so hard. Like, I, I just remember looking at my friend, like, just what fresh hell have you brought me to that this, <laughs> you know, it's like, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, God. But I, mm. I really felt good after 
just after the ordeal is over, I just felt amazing. So like try to consider that on your first one. Um, a little headache is often very normal because we're releasing tension you just didn't even know you had and you lose a lot of salt. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've never sweat that much, you're going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and try it again and then try a different teacher. You know, that's that's the other thing, too. Some mm-hmm. people, uh, you know, we try not to get into the guru mentality, but sometimes you just don't connect. Yeah. It's not about guru. I think it's just... Yeah, they just don't speak to you. You can resonate with a teacher, or sometimes, yeah, they don't speak to you, or sometimes you just don't like their... Mm-hmm. Them. It's, yeah. I mean, That's you know, fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it like, happens. You know, people out there, you don't... They're not your preference, but yeah. then you find one that you really do. Yeah. And, you know, it's... And that's across any style. Anything, yeah. any anything you dance, you know, yeah. uh, CrossFit, you know, whatever it yeah. is that you want to do, you know. Um, PhD work. <laughs> yes, and uh, so just give it a couple of tries, and if it's still just not your thing, then you know, thanks for playing. Well, and I can attest to that because after my first time, I didn't yeah, like, like it at all. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, I think also at the time in my life. I was living a life where I was like very hot induced. Mm-hmm. Like I was super pitta, as we say in the Ayurveda world. So the heat was the last thing I needed. And now that I'm totally at a different place in my life with my diet and the lifestyle choices, and it's like, I actually, I really like hot now. And I'm so glad I sure. stayed open minded to continue to try it. Yeah. And, you know, try it. still scares me. Yeah. Well, still freaks me out. <laughs> you're like, okay. Uh, but I, I like it. No, it is. It, you know, and it can be a thing that changes over your life. You know, that's mm-hmm. a good point, especially women as we have our, you know, hormonal shifts yeah. through all of our life. Uh, yeah. I do hear that a lot of uh, older ladies experiencing menopause, uh, if they do hot yoga once a week, they do tell me they have lower rates of hot flashes. Oh. I don't know. You know, it's, that might be any physical activity, but, you know. Yeah, I've, well, in anything we're saying here, we're not doctors, we're not doctors, yeah. we're not prescribing anything. Yeah. But, but we do, as yoga teachers, there are certain contraindications that we can be sure of. Yeah. Which are the six you said earlier, but. And then sometimes you just don't feel good in there, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. they're. Uh, like, I ate an egg salad sandwich and my stomach oh is God. rotten. Yeah, and, you know, or I drank four beers last night and I yeah. haven't had any water since then. Had four cups of coffee, though. No, don't come to. <laughs> yeah. Like, all yeah. these things. It all makes a difference. Sunshine makes a difference. You know, if you were out in the sun, mm-hmm. even if you didn't get sunburned, you're going to come in there and you've just been exposed to radiation of a good kind, but yeah. radiation all day. Yeah, that body heat. Yeah. Um, so your core temperature. Like, go. So then go it's home. harder. Yeah. You know, so it, and in particular, I do like hot a lot more in the winter. But I got to say, you do such a good job with your students. You take such good care of. Um, just being a steward in Cambio too, I gotta give you credit for that, and I'm so grateful for you. Amber and I are so grateful for the way that not only you take care of your students, you take care of the environment, the mission of accessibility, community, um, education, and um, yeah, I just look forward to you continuing to uh, teaching there and bringing people in droves to the practice because you're a fantastic. I mean, you're you're awesome at what you do too. I thank you. Yeah, thank you. yeah, and your your passion, and enthusiasm are absolutely palpable. Like it, talk about authentic. <laughs> yes, yeah. could not. Like be I anymore. said, I, I teach the class that I love. You are I, walking I'm, the walk. Yes, I'm like, it was, and you'll see me in class. You know, I practice. Yeah. Yeah, I, you this do. is this is the thing I do. Which so. I wish more <laughs> teachers would like. I think that for young teachers, 
I mean, that's another thing that comes with maturity. You realize it's like, if you're not practicing, it is really hard to teach. So hard. And you, you know, even when I take a class, a good class somewhere else, that's not a hot, like it helps me in my other, mm-hmm. in my hot yeah. practice. You know, it just, it reminds you of why you're there, you know, and all that. So you should maintain, and it is hard. Nobody, I think a lot of people don't ever, uh, uh, realize that when you become a teacher, your own practice will often. Uh, it is hard. Tanks. Occasionally. It, it does <laughs> tank. It plateaus and then oftentimes yeah. it can tank. So, like, you know, I make a point now when I teach at Cambio, I try to take a class either before or after just mm-hmm. so that I can be there and I go there. I think that's a good ratio. I think yeah. a one-to-one ratio, you know, if you're just trying to get out there and make money and teach 13 classes, Ugh. man, you really got a lot of work to do. That's yeah. tough. No, it's so hard. Yeah, I, at the very least, if you're teaching more classes than there are days in the week, mm-hmm. you should be practicing five or six days a week, oh, in my yeah. opinion. Well, just for self-maintenance. But also, like, you know, uh, I think the be- one of the better reasons that I teach uh, yoga at all, because it's it's not – you don't make millions of dollars, folks, I'll tell you. No. Uh, but you – is because it really does keep me responsible for my body in a way that I wouldn't otherwise – yeah. do and because I want to be able to be there for my students physically yeah. to hold them through these things that I'm asking them to do they keep you accountable yeah so mm-hmm. I better go to class and make sure that I can do 20 push-ups when I'm gonna ask you to do 20 push-ups you know <laughs> all these things so it's it's what it is yeah uh, but that that is a I think one it's it's a selfish reason but I think it's a good reason well but also. you and you don't always have to practice every day doesn't have to be a hot practice if you're a hot teacher not every day has to be a hot practice no you should take all the things do the yin yeah. do the yeah which is an unusual thing with hot yoga I understand people are usually all I want to take is hot yoga yeah. or all I want to take is not hot yoga <laughs> or, well you see yin people get into a yin mode mm-hmm. where that's all they do and then the hot yogis that's all they do the other ones I see them Mm-hmm. branch out a little bit more yeah but yeah the the yinners get like in the yin this room. is my yoga yeah <laughs> and it's like, you could probably use some other, another yeah. kind of and i do well. like i uh i see people who are who tell me they're like well i have bad circulation and da 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 so you know and i'm always cold so like maybe i should try the hot and i'm like yeah come on in <laughs> like you should try that it would be good for you and they're all so, whoa what the hell was that and they're like oh god dear. i'm like yeah yeah, hot yoga is awesome. It's my thing. But I, again, I realize it's not for everybody. And try. Just try. Well, and I respect that. I think that that is another sign of, like, real maturity to love something so much and have moved past the point of evangelism mm. around it to be like, it's okay if you don't like it because the people who do love it, those are the ones I'm yeah. going to focus on. Well, yoga gets like that anyway. Most people find yoga in in whatever capacity your yoga looks like for you, and they're like, "You gotta do this. You should go." You know, and it gets all weird for people. And I'm always just like, you know, I I got a friend who I love very much. He will never go to a yoga class. Right. And I just okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fine. Yeah. I mean, it's intimidating for people. Well, and it's got a mysticism associated with it. You know, there's there's this exotic kind of thing. There's a lot of reputation. You know, and. Uh, I would see that a lot of people could like start to stamp legitimate and illegitimate on a lot of things, and it's right. just like, man, it's just a physical thing, dude. You know, you don't need to make it anymore. Less. It's not a religion. It can't. I mean, I guess it can be a religion. Yeah. A lot of hot yogis make it a religion. Oh man, they are devout. <laughs> they but just, if it serves you, then if it's serving let that you, be your it's church. great. But like, yeah, evangelicalism is not. That's not appreciated at any walk of life, honestly. <laughs> but I think I think it's a thing where like you can't when you fall in love with something so hard to bring it full circle, 
you know, you came to yoga for a boy, you fell in love with hot. Mm-hmm. And when you fall in love with it, like in the beginning, I think it's normal for you to be like, oh my God, everybody oh, yeah. I know has to try this. Yeah. And yeah. then you finally get past the, like the honeymoon phase of it. You're just like, yeah. just you and me. Well, it's like when it's you find mean, a... mean hot yoga against the world. Yeah, this is Colorado, so it's like when you find a beer that's really good. Like you gotta try this, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't. I yeah, don't, I don't. It's been a while. Wrong, wrong, been... wrong, <laughs> wrong, tree. wrong metaphor. <laughs> but for yeah, me, but, yeah. or a food you like, or anything you yeah. want to share it with people. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, it's not gonna appeal to everybody. And yeah, I know people who just they cannot. They and there's a psychological aspect, you know, about it too. You you feel oppressively hot. And that can be very scary for a lot of people, just to feel like they can't take a breath. Yeah, it you does can. take the breath away. You totally can, but there is a psychosomatic connection that, like, it's very humid. The, the, the air is heavier, and I feel heavier, and I'm really wet, and what is going on? And, you know, yeah. so it's like, yeah. totally get it. May not well, yeah, good. and if you've never been in heat like that before, it's, it is such a sensational experience. Yeah. The first time, you're just like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but cool. try it out. It's really not so bad, guys. Yeah. It's really not. And it's 60 minute. You know, go. don't go to a 90 minute for your first one, please. <laughs> like, go to a 60 minute class, I promise. You know. But a hot parfusion might be a good. Yeah, that's a good way if you've, if done, you've vinyasa, done vinyasa. If you've done vinyasa. You know, yeah. that's a good way to go because it, it speaks to you a little bit more. Right. You yeah. Know. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Check cool. it out. It's fun stuff, guys. Come get sweaty. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Darren. Thank you. Yeah.